Welcome everybody to the Dawn of X podcast. Are you awake? That gets you? Yeah, you might need to move your mouth away from the microphone <laughs> a little bit. And we're back. Jesus, <laughs> mother of Mary. I don't think hey I guys, that. sorry we've been gone for so long, but you know, we have lives, it happens. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by, is that... I can't see you over there. It's been so long. Is Who's that you, that? Josh? I know. Is that you? It has literally been as long as there's been an episode since we've like seen each other's faces. Right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like we've texted, but yeah, I have not seen or heard your beautiful face or voice yeah. in over a month. But yes, this is me. This is Josh. And we're here. We're here to talk X-Men and talk about whatever pops in our head during X-Men. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, I can talk shit about Big Lots now. I don't work there anymore. It's great. You were talking shit about Big Lots when you worked there. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) This is also talking about lives. This is the first time, dear listeners, that we've recorded in my new apartment. Oh, yes. Coming to you live. Hopefully it's Maybe you can eat a fucking sandwich since you have your own place again. I've eaten. I just ate before we talked. You don't look like it. I had had some ice cream. You know the fuck? Who fucking make you eat something real? Shit. I am eating. I am uh, eating. I don't believe you. all the time. <laughs> I don't fucking believe you. I, uh, I eat and <laughs> I eat and move at the same you time. Look- so on that note, in case you guys don't know, what we do here is review the newest books in the Dawn of X line of X Men comics. But it's been a little slow the past few months, and now we're kind of kicking back into high gear. So because we have so yeah, many books say. to go over, Jesus yeah. so since we have so many books to go over, we're actually going to cut this episode in two parts. That's right. This week, hopefully, you're going to get two episodes. <laughs> disclaimer, a little disclaimer. Yep. So today we will be reviewing Fantastic Four X-Men number four, uh, Empire crossover X-Men part one. Correct. Main X-Men book number 10. Correct. Wolverine number three. Yes. And cable number two. That is correct. That's how we're rolling today. So to start off, we're gonna start off with a nice little review we got online on uh, on the Twitter from Owen Andrews. Started listening to the Dawn of X podcast about six weeks ago as a way to recap in lockdown. Generally, this one of my favorite favorite casts. When's your next up? Fine question. Fine episode. A fine question, yes. When is your <laughs> next shop due to drop? Um, so, our next show is due to drop probably... When are we recording this? We're recording this Sunday. on August 16th. Yeah. Um, I'm shooting for 17th. At some point on the 17th, I'm hoping to get this up. Good, good, good. That's I'm good. sure they'll know by the future because yes. that's when it comes out. So, that, so yes. I'm hoping that we'll have this out. So we should go ahead and set a goal for ourselves now. When do we want part two of this to come up? I want to say I'm free tomorrow night, so I can. I, think, I got plans I can, tomorrow night. Get plans tomorrow night. Can you do Tuesday? Yeah. Wait, no, I can't. I have plans Tuesday. Can you do Wednesday? <laughs> this is great podcast. This is great podcast. Yes, Wednesday I can do. Okay, Wednesday we will record another episode and get it out Thursday. So that's awesome. our schedule. We'll have it out Thursday. You guys heard it in real time. Real <laughs> that's time. how organized baby, we are. That's how we are. That's how we pod, baby. That's why we don't have sponsors. <laughs> That's why Marvel hasn't sponsored us. Uh, That's okay. why Marvel hasn't officially sponsored us because we can't get our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> That's summing up our lives. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it happens. Fair. Uh, also, guys, don't forget we are only a few weeks away. Yeah, a few weeks away from the new mutants movie. Maybe. Shut, shut up! No, we're no, not. I'm no, not. we're not. We're not. not. We're, we're so fucking close. Can, we're not I, close. I could I could see the demon bear's fur from here. It, it's 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 there. I could I can see the soul sword five years from now. <laughs> you know what's actually becoming kind of hard? I'm avoiding like little mini trailers, yeah. like on TV and stuff like that. I don't want to see. I've waited this long. I don't want to see. I don't. And I've seen little clips of like Magic's arm turning mm-hmm. metal, and I'm like, that's great and all, but I don't want to mm-hmm. see it. I just don't. I mean, they are starting to open up theaters, and, and yeah. from what I understand, um, which terrifies me. So yeah. oh, no, um, I'm not going to a theater to see. No, it. unless unless I look at it beforehand and like see mm-hmm. no one's there. 
You know what I mean? Like you do the whole. Yeah. Online. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah I'm only yeah, I'm only going to the theater. Lets me reserve my seat in yeah. advance, and I'm going to do it like no 30 there. minutes before. And there's like no one there. Do it like on a Thursday at like 12 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yep. no one's going to. Like the there. first showing, just me yep. and the other AARPers. <laughs> that is literally what I used to do. Yeah. Because there used to be like discounts at this one theater near my house <laughs> back in the day. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that, that was going to happen. And it was confirmed what we mentioned before, how they literally have to remind me that was a month ago. Yeah, that's true. Um, that they literally can't stream it because they don't have the Disney doesn't have the streaming rights to it. Yeah. So So I have to go die to see this movie. Yeah. I have to, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll put it on POV like relatively fast. They just have to legally, by contract, oh, good they have point. to put yeah. it in theaters. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And then after that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do whatever okay. the fuck they want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Good point. So, but I'm excited still. What they did during the online Comic-Con event, they mm-hmm. actually released the first, like, three minutes of the movie. I don't want to see Like, the it. actual opening. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, but I, it just, like, enticed. I heard good things. People said, okay. like, it was cool demon bear effect in the opening. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Right. So, Leading off with the demon bear, all right. Why not? Hey, just do it. Get it fucking out there. I swear to God. I know the joke in the trailer for the announcement of the release date said a question mark, like <laughs> fingers crossed or whatever. I was like, that's really cute, but can you fucking put it out? I know. Like, like just do it. Tenet yeah, yeah. is coming out in China only or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, anywho. Any why other would, fun X-Men stuff? Why would David Tenet come out in the... Okay. I don't know. Why you not come the, out in a, and David Tennant should have should be in Tennant anyway, right? Like that's uh, such a missed fucking opportunity. Yeah. All I because that's all I think anytime I see anything about that movie, I'm like David Tennant. Oh no, not that Tennant. No, a, um, um, what I don't know. I've been very preoccupied with um, life, life in general, <laughs> and yeah. ups and downs, peaks and valleys, my friend. And so, <laughs> um, I have no fucking clue what's happening in the world of comic books i have just recently finished catching up on all the x-men books that have been published so that's all i know about i don't don't know Uh, any publishing news i don't know what the fuck is going on i I am here for a recap no i definitely am excited to get to the x of swords when they build up the event you it's know, lo- yeah, I a am special getting, episode with that maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am looking forward to the build up based because you can feel so these far. books kind of mm-hmm. leading to it now. Like they're exactly, wrapping up their yeah. current story and getting ready for whatever this thing's gonna be. Yeah, and, and it does feel next, kind of exciting. Yeah, next episode we'll cover the free comic book day issue. Yes, and those few pages told us a lot, <laughs> right? And they, nothing at the same time. It told me absolutely nothing, and yet at the same time, everything I needed to know, <laughs> which is so, everything. Let's get right, right into it. Let's do it. Let's We're start starting with off. Fantastic Four X-Men number four, the last issue. So I remember vividly we both said if this just ends with Fantastic Four and X-Men fighting Doom bots, it's kind of lame. Yeah. And that aspect of it was a little lame. It was. I agree. There's other stuff in this book that one was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially the last few pages, I was like, "That's the fucking way to do it." Oh God, yeah. yeah. Like it, again, in any like Chip Zdarsky is a very good writer, so like, of course he would take such a trope of teaming up to fight Doombots and find a way to do it though in in a way that still spoke to the current affairs going on with Krakoa and anti mutant uh, sentiment. You know, like he he. He still managed to do it in, in a way that felt true to what's going on with the X-Men right now. Yeah, that's always the battle any writer, I'm sure, has in the main company comic book. Mm-hmm. Where, okay, keep the original, but also keep the spirit and heart of superhero comics, mm-hmm. you know? But also do my own thing. Yeah. So like, that he, balance he, is always he, hard. He nails the landing on that, though. So, uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men are fighting off Doombots. At the same time, uh, Franklin, his powers are trying to be restored mm-hmm. by Dr. Doom. Uh, immediately, there's a cool moment where Doom says he understands Kitty's powers better than her yeah. and makes her way more. Yeah, like he, he reverses her mutant power somehow. I don't know yeah. how he got control of her, but like that's I think I missed something. But like. Yeah, that's a thing, you know, that's mm-hmm. cool. He is Doom. 
He's science and or magic. He's magic science. Yeah. So they continue to fight, and eventually Franklin just kind of ends it when he pops up like a like a god and blasts all the Doombots with his like energy beams. Yeah. Now, in this story, though, we do find out his powers still aren't perfect. He's still losing power, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but Kitty was the one who took him out of the machine Doom was using on him because it's Dr. Doom. It's probably not going to do the thing it's supposed to do. It's probably oh. something nefarious, which we'll yeah. confirm later. Uh, Kitty helps him out. He bursts out, destroying the Doom bots. And um, let's just say Doom lets them leave with the other mutants. <laughs> yes. Yes, he didn't have much of a choice. Um, he, did, me, he didn't get a big choice in the matter, no. But no. to me, nothing's better than frustrated Doom. Like, <laughs> when how did you do this? Yeah, I love I love Doom when he knows he's beaten, but yeah. like he will he's never he's never retreated from a battle in his life. But he, I love when he retreats from a battle. You know, he's yeah. like, I am going to be the bigger man and walk away. <laughs> I chose to. Yeah, I love Doom. Doom, and is, beat up. <laughs> Doom is one of the fucking best villains in any in Marvel or DC. Man. He's so yeah, cool. absolutely. Um, I do like this little scene between everyone. It's kind of like when you realize people should just talk it out before they fight. Yeah. So when the X Men and the Fantastic Four are talking, now it's more like Franklin. What do you actually want to do? And we're gonna respect that because yes, mm-hmm. you're a kid, but you're also like a god. So maybe like, we should maybe we shouldn't make you mad. Yeah, like maybe we just talk about it and see what happens. And Franklin basically decides he doesn't want to go to Krakoa, but he's not going to live there. He kind of lives in both worlds mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. Um, we see that he trains there, trying to get his powers fixed because Doom's machine, of course, didn't work. But then we see Val calling Uncle Doom. Still one of my favorite reactions of you teaching you the history of Doom and Val. Just craziness just so pure <laughs> insanity and like i'm just sitting here this whole time like this kid is evil this kid is fucking evil i love this kid i need to she's know just more a genius about I, she's an evil genius sometimes and i like, I, I, I like this and doom I respects to. her so much oh god yeah yeah he does i love it. like almost like you're the only one on my level i know i love it i want she's more of these two i like i want to find all the good stories where they interact it's almost like we're the only two playing three-dimensional chess yeah (laughs) so it seems like doom has been trying to siphon a little bit of that god power shocker Mm -hmm. so we'll see where that leads one day maybe chip zadarsky will be the new writer of fantastic four because dan slot is not doing a good job on the book sorry dan slot you don't listen to this whatever it's fine yeah i don't think dan slot i mean honestly there is a chance he's a big nerd yeah but also, he's known for like vanity searching himself and like getting in, right? Yeah. Like, he might he might just have people out there scrubbing the internet for references. He's a shit. much less endearing Gail Simone. Yeah, Gail Simone. I don't feel like Gail Simone goes looking for people. I think she just finds she just people. Jumps, who, she just jumps into these situations on Twitter. Yeah, she. Yeah, I think people drag her in sometimes, and she's like, "All right, well." You fucking mess with the boy, you're going to get the horns, man. <laughs> so let's get to my favorite part of this whole book. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Magneto and Xavier bring Franklin back to the Fantastic Four's home. Everyone's kind of having a good dinner, relaxing. We're all cool. And then Magneto <laughs> and Xavier go to uh, Reed's laboratory. Mm-hmm. And is this the first time we have seen Xavier take his helmet off? One of the first, yeah. I can't think of a time because, like, there was that question of is it really Xavier or whatever. Yeah, I think there was a there was like a quiet council meeting. I think at one point he had he it, took off. it off. Yeah. Well, this is awesome because he has to take it off because, dear readers, if you remember, the reason Franklin's powers weren't working for a while is because uh, Reed used a machine that actually turned off his mutant ability, his mutant gene. So he affected his powers at the like the gene level, yep. which is not a good thing to have. No. And uh, Ree is apologizing for even making it, saying, you know, don't worry, it'll never be used for anything nefarious by the government. This is a new world, and they aren't going to risk that shit. Shit ain't going to fly. No. So, of course, immediately, Magneto destroys the machine with his powers. 
<clears throat> but then Xavier does the most badass thing, takes his helmet off, and then wipes it from Reed's mind. And doesn't just wipe it, and then tells him, I want you to remember mm-hmm. this interaction. I'm not going to wipe I could wipe your mind of the entire tired thing, but instead I want you to always remember that you can't make something. Yeah. It's be in the just, back of your mind, but you don't remember how to make it. Just hardcore. Like... I love it when they when they walk this line of like, oh my god, I get where they're coming from, but that's fucking brutal. Well, there's a great line he says, "I would erase your memory of this yeah. of me doing this to you, but then that was then. Mm-hmm. This is now. I know. I want you to remember. This is not a game to us. This is our right to survive. I know. Just Fuck yes. So good. Fucking, so fucking yes. <laughs> I, I I love it. I love. Like, I know we're supposed to be like, oh, they're, you know, they're walking in this gray territory, but there's so much of me that's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what they need to do. Because literally, they've been hunted and murdered for generations, frankly, you know, but like, forever. Since the 60s. Since the 1960s. But like, oh my God, it's like, I love this fucking, when it happens like this, and, and, and especially Xavier and his wishy-washy, I, the greater good bullshit, and he's just yeah. flat out, what I'm doing right now is because I fucking can. Yeah, I want you to remember, and so I've been fucking never charged. do this shit. <laughs> and to a guy who's a, his, one of his powers, kind of, is being a genius, that's I love like a slap the, in the face. I know, and I love the, the way the book truly ends is with three data pages and it's the schematics for what the machinery built to mask the, the DNA. And then like, so the first page is the full schematics of it. The second page, it's like a couple pieces are missing. And then the third, pa- <clears throat> the third page is completely gone. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So that, that's like how his mind is going to work <laughs> yeah. from now on. Yeah. Like he, it's, he still sees the entry. Like he's still has access to there was an entry there but it's gone yeah what, what was that what and I, I fucking love it that's crazy that's fucking but, crazy yeah i i love this xavier and it almost makes sense you have to take his helmet off to really get in the mind of someone like reed yeah but i also think he did it so you could see his like look in his eyes and know he's yeah, fucking totally. around like and seeing any any reality or comic in years that's, that's happened, Xavier and Magneto on the same page is fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. And these guys oh, are yeah. on the same fucking page right 100%. now. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like it, if they want to rule the world, they would figure it out. They yeah, well they ha- like they, the I only mean, reason yeah, they're no. not is because that is not their ultimate goal. Yeah. Thank God for that. Right. Like, <laughs> holy shit. So that was, are we giving that? I gave it five, five X's. I gave it one more X than a four. Yeah. I went all the way to five. I turned that shit up to five, baby. Yep. That, that ending really sold it for me. Like that's oh, yeah. a perfect way to end this series. Honestly, like, like I was gun- I was thinking four even after the closing until I saw the data pages. And I didn't even notice that. And yeah. then I was like, shit, that's that good. is, that is an eerie way to end it. And I like it, like I liked it a lot. All right, so now right. we're going to. I'm going to explain first what this is. So right. there's a there's a current. Yeah, you don't know what's going I on. Ha- so okay, so dear listeners, as you probably know, if this is any, if you've listened to our show before, you know that I only read the X Men as far as um, superhero comics go. So I have no fucking knowledge about what the fuck is happening right now in the Marvel universe. So I'm hearing this for the very first fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there is a comic book event happening called Empire. Um, You know about the scrolls and how the scrolls and the... Ah, fuck. The K ones. Fuck. Yeah, that's... Like Ronan the Accusers people. Cree, Cree. Cree, yes. Yeah, I don't know why I was going blank on that one. Yeah. So you know how they have a big war all the time? Mm -hmm. All the time. Well, the, big, the first shock of this book was the Kree and the scrolls are working together. And their new king is Hulkling. You know Hulkling? 
He's from the Young Avengers. Yeah, I know him. I don't know yeah. jack shit about him, but yeah. He's I, half Korean, half scroll. Um, yeah. And he's their new king now. So the Avengers are like, okay, that's all good and dandy, but what the fuck are you doing? And they want to destroy this planet or a piece of the moon that has this kind of plant race people on them. And basically they said, we found out they're going to destroy the universe. They have this plant that keeps growing and killing people and like they're going to fuck everything up. The Avengers trust these people because one of them used to be an Avenger. They're saying, listen, no, you're not going to kill anyone. So eventually they hack into the entire Kree scroll army's like system and dis- who, disable it. Who does? The Avengers. The, the Avengers do. Yeah, oh, with the shit. help of Fantastic Four. So they, they beat the scroll and they beat the Kree and they're all happy. And then it turns out the plant people are bad. And now they have a whole plot to take over the universe with plants and shit, like space plants. So now they're all working together to actually fight what's happening with the plant people. And there, there have been spoilers for this story. There have yeah. been a few good surprises. Um, one being it's revealed that Hulkling and Wiccan did get married. Oh. And Wiccan doesn't believe this is the real Hulkling because like his husband wouldn't be such a dictator, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, She-Hulk is dead. What? Yeah, it was a great reveal because in the first issue, she's attacked by this giant plant. She disappears, comes back, and she's like, I'm fine. Three issues later, they realize there's a saboteur in the group, and a plant jumps out of She-Hulk's mouth and wraps around her body and says, she's been dead since you got to the moon fucking two issues ago. I'm just a plant parasite controlling her body like a puppet. That's fucking awful. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a thing. Uh, yeah, a few stuff like that. It, it's okay, so it's not the best event, but it's all right. It's entertaining. Why is it more plants? Like, why are like Krakoa has plants? What is this yeah. plant shit? So we're getting to that in this book, and you're gonna like this because okay, I have not is, read this one. Yes, this, this is, is actually written by uh, Hickman and the one writing um, Excalibur, Teeny Howard. Oh, T- oh, Teeny Howard wrote this one too. Yeah, they both wrote this together, I guess. And it starts off actually somewhere I had I did not think it would start. It has Scarlet Witch, who hasn't been part of Dawn of X stuff at all. Mm-mm. Scarlet Witch talking to Doctor Strange about advancing her power and using it to make things right with the mutants. So I thought I'm like, okay, where the hell is the story going? And it shows kind of like a it says uh, nine months ago on Genosa. And that looks like that's where she's been living, maybe? And then it'll go seven months ago, her studying. Six months ago, her in these caverns. Uh, Four months ago, like, looking at ancient ruins and getting a special staff from these ruins. And then it cuts back to her smacking the staff in the ground on Genosa, where all the mutants died. Mm -hmm. She wakes up and made an army of zombies on Genosa. (laughs) What? Yeah. So then, cut to these plant creatures trying to invade Earth. They see an energy source in Genosa, so they land there. So these plant creatures get off their ship ready to fight some mutants or humans. They don't really know the difference. And there's a bunch of fucking zombies who seem to still have their mutant power. What? Yeah. So now it's plants versus zombies. (laughs) There's a great, I'm showing it to you, but there's a great splash page. What the fuck? (laughs) The hell is going on? And then it just stops, and then we cut to another story of Angel and M, I think her name was, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Angel and M. Like Monet, you mean? Huh? Yeah. Like Monet? Yeah, isn't she Penance also yeah, when yeah, she yep. goes crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monet or yeah, yeah, her code name is M, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they're like getting ready to go to some meeting to represent uh, Krakoa, and then Magic shows up, and they're basically she's like, "I'm here to kind of watch you guys." And um, Angel's kind of offended, like, "I don't need a babysitter." So they actually go back to Krakoa to kind of confront Xavier, and he's doing this thing like, "No." you're one of the most important people here. I want to make sure you're fully supported, blah, blah. It's not about me not trusting you, all that kind of stuff. But he's like, basically, while you're here, I need to take care of the show in Genosa. Something's going on. We don't know what's going on. So Magneto says, you're going to take one more person with you because we see an army. So, of course, he brings multiple, man. Good thinking. Good thinking. 
So now it's um, M, Magic, Angel, and Multiple Man going back to Genosa. They get there. They see a bunch of zombies. They see a bunch of plant people, and they just start fighting. <laughs> they don't know who to fight. That's insanity. Yeah. So, and you're gonna. I can't wait to <laughs> you get to the end. So now they're still fighting them off, but there's more and more zombies. And then they realize because they're zombies, they but they're still have mutant DNA. They can get to Krakoa. Okay. <laughs> the gate that they just opened. Oh my! Fuck. So then, <laughs> a horde of zombies, and then I, a mixture with some um, some aliens, plant aliens, are running towards the gate. As they run. They're bursted into goo. And the very last page, my friend, for backup against the new plant-based aliens is the four old women from that one issue. What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Horticulture got there? And the issue is officially called Alien Plants versus Mutant Zombies versus Old Ladies. Jesus Christ and a half. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's truly insane. What? Five, five X's. Just for All the right. concept. Yeah, I, yeah. Fucking makes me kind of like this horticulture group. I did not like them before. But yeah. now, now I'm like, well, that's pretty dope. You have plant bad guys. Get the plant ladies. It's like the Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Yeah. Plant ladies. So That's fucking wild, man. That was Empire X-Men Empire Part One of Four. Oh, so there's gonna be so there's gonna be three more yeah, I'm parts excited. to that. Oh wow. Yeah. That wasn't just like a one off. Okay. Nope. Wow. All right. Well, I look forward to the next update. <laughs> Maybe I'll start buying it. I don't know. I mean, hey, it's yeah, it's Hickman. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well written, everything crazy, bonkers action. It's worth it because Teeny Howard wrote it too. You don't have to discredit yeah. her. Her, no. no. I mean, I I'm not much of a fan of her book. <laughs> I was getting ready to say though. I know you don't currently pay for her work, but I still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then All we're right. gonna go to Empire or to X Men uh, number ten that has a Which, header that says Empire. Yeah, so I guess it's like a when they release the omnibus edition this will probably be one of the tie-ins that yeah. will tr- they'll charge you an extra seven dollars for yes so uh this one i have so many fucking questions now All right, if you guys get... don't know uh, yeah, the yeah. last time we saw vulcan before dawn of x he was dead last time i personally read anything about him he he died during a big fight with black bolt yes black bolt killed two summers anyway um, uh, Heaven Black Bolt. He killed Cyclops during. Uh, oh wait, oh. no, that was a that was a lie. He didn't kill him. Emma made everyone think Black yeah. Bolt killed Cyclops to to start a war between yeah, yeah. them and the humans. No, that's but right. Yeah, I he died from the Terrigen Mist virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the last time I, I remember reading about Vulcan, it was a really good cosmic event called War of Kings. And basically, Vulcan was going to destroy, like, the whole Shi'ar Empire that he was in charge of and kill a bunch of innocent people. And Black Bolt ignited a bomb with his voice to kill them both. And then, of course, Black Bolt didn't die because comics. So I'm wondering if this opening scene takes place after that or just so. takes place. That's the, that's the impression I got. Because they also did, they said something similar in one of the other issues he appeared in where he keeps having these recurring nightmares and it seemed like it was like it seems like after whatever that battle was and he disappeared i think that's what this is like he like he fell into the abyss or some shit well it was like a cosmic rift that opened up yeah right so it caused a new story yeah so i think that's what this is this is his brain trying to piece together what the fuck happened between that and coming back on krakoa it seems like because this just says then yeah it's kind of fucking hickman loves doing this yeah he loves going through a void he's going through a void floating around and then a big face like grabs him with tentacles and three aliens are probing him and tearing apart his body they almost seem like extra dimensional beings like you know they're on a different plane of existence yeah 
that's and, definitely uh, that's definitely the a great way to explain what, where they exist, especially yeah. given what you're about to say. Yeah, and then they, they say uh, these two kings and their empires waged a war that tore a hole. So that makes sense. That means it's after the fight with Black mm-hmm. King, they were two kings. And um, they kind of experiment with him and say something's wrong with him. And they hope now they fixed it. They fixed the fire within him, his true power inside. Yeah, like that in that interdimensional thing you said though, like one of the way in which they're experimenting on him is they've literally like op- like opened his chest in like pieces in like a, in a in a geometric way almost, like not in a any organic way and inside of his chest is is a flame, almost yeah. like almost like chamber it looks like some chamber bullshit really. Like, but and if like you notice the, the same. alien's face changes too. Yeah, like he gets like an extra like smile. Or changes, yeah. Extra eyes, extra smile. Yeah. And they said he was the host is t- twisted and broken. And so we don't know what's going on. But then did you get this vibe that these two women were like part of a dream? Like he was still sleeping? It felt very dream like for Vulcan with these two women, the way they're talking. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I just figured he knows weird people. Yeah, which I'm sure. So Vulcan wakes back up at the Summer's house on the moon, and he sees... I forgot who they are. I forget their names now, too. Yeah, Um, They're not anyone I'm familiar with, so I'm not really... I I didn't really know before this book either, so I'm not trying to... Yeah. So they're drinking, they're having a few drinks and chilling, but like they seem to me, as I'm reading it, they seem like too eager to take care of him, almost like they're really watching him. Yeah, like babysitting because mm-hmm. no that's one what I fucks up with him. That's what I keep thinking. I keep, I keep thinking, I, or I was thinking while reading this that their real motive here is just to kind of like keep an eye on him a little bit. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to him walking on the. We got moon. a real Rosencrantz and Guildenstern vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think in those first few pages, he also found the letter of Cyclops saying we're all gone. Like. No, that's how the book ends. They, how, told, oh, then. they, they tell him that uh, everyone went out. And that, that's oh, okay. Like, everyone's out, we should party. Yeah. So he's walking around the moon and sees a plant wrap around his leg and then looks up and sees like this whole plant thing, like society in front of him. And when he sees it, he just says, of course. And then sees like this weird multi-headed plant monster thing with a bunch of people riding it. And it's almost like, yeah, of course, it's a weird plant yeah, society. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, of course, there's some bullshit happening. I'm just trying to take a walk. And so, get keep in, that. Yeah, keep in mind the Avengers are having a really tough time fighting <laughs> these creatures, and like they're invading Wakanda right now. They're fucking Thanos' army, doing all this shit, and he's kind of just a little unfazed. Uh, we go back to the two women just drinking and hanging out, basically, mm-hmm. and it cuts back to the plant creatures. Um, trying to probe his face with their own plants and it brings back memories of what the alien, interdimensional aliens did to Vulcan in the first place. And uh, that's when they start talking more about like he cannot be fixed and the other one's like he can if we change him. Really vague stuff about what they actually did to him. And there's a line here, uh, you can lie to yourself, pretend to be better, to be unbroken. But we know what's there inside you. Yeah. So what happens here is they're like, they are like, they're he's conscious while this is happening. Yeah. And they, there's, they're like probing in his mind. He can feel it. It, it. He doesn't know what they did. They're telling him there's a flaw in him. You can. There's a panel where you can see him kind of crying, and he's saying, "What flaw? What are like? What is happening?" And they say, "You have good in you. Some small microscopic measure." that if given fertile soil could grow into something more it's a cancer and that is unacceptable for the work we have set in front of you so like they want him to be like some kind of warrior for them or yeah or they're sending him back into the wild to do something so they take a part of him that remembers how to be decent. cruel he could be like like he's trying like somewhere in the back of his mind, he knows he's a bad person and he doesn't know 
what to do. Like he knows that it can be there at any moment. Like well, they have I it. took it more like they took that little tiny bit of possibly being good out. Mm-hmm. And now he's almost like in this little bit of a Dexter thing where like he doesn't actually have happy emotions. He's just pretending to. Mm, and his happiest is going to be mm. right now when he explodes yeah. and kills everyone in this plant city, basically. And like he explodes, he chops people in half with like flaming hands. Because originally, I, I want to say energy beams came out of his hands originally. Could be wrong. But oh, like his original powers, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think he was supernova like this before. Yeah. No, no, he was not this powerful. Mm-hmm. So he destroys everything, and the girls come and see him. And then he thinks about the three aliens again. And they're saying, like, and again, this is where I keep saying it feels like a dream. Like, these girls just kind of sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you about done? And he's like, I, I, like, he's, like, in shock about what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Like, it's okay, Gabriel. It's over. <clears throat> and he cuts back to the three aliens made me feel like, is this like all this is an illusion? Um, I think he's remembering the aliens there. Like he's remembering them telling him he's never going to be a good person. Cause then the next panel is I could destroy this whole place, but I don't want to be that person. Like, yeah, I could break I the moon. That, like, I think that's what he's saying. Like <laughs> these, these people want me to be bad. I don't want to be bad. I want to be good. I don't know if these girls are real though. Like that's a really good point. Like I just thought they were like we've random seen mutants, yeah. Like just like him. Like we've seen it all. Nothing phases us, you know. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, maybe they're like some figment to him. Like maybe no one else could really see them. Maybe they're like his weird, like psychological whatever he's doing to himself to keep his emotions in check. You know? Yeah. No, I, I really think so. I really think I don't think they exist. Yeah, even if there they are is, mutants that we should know. I don't yeah, because there's that part in the beginning where she, the one keeps calling him emperor, and they're yeah. like, don't, he, they're like, don't call him that. And then now when he's angry and she knows not to tease him, she calls him Gabriel. You know, like so. And yeah. I don't know how much the other mutants even know about his whole adventure of being a space tyrant. I don't. Like, I don't get the idea they do. Like. Like it was a far off story. It was like yeah. when he left Earth finally after the mm-hmm. whole beginning of Brubaker's run with the Deadly Genesis. Yeah, that was a whole nother fucking thing he did. If I remember correctly, I think there is an issue where they're like, I don't, we don't know where you've been. Like, and he doesn't remember. Like, it's basically yeah. just he's back. So let's welcome him with open arms. We have another chance with, with Gabriel. So then in the last. Um, the last page, or not the last page, the second to last page, is a letter from Scott saying that he was asleep and that we kind of went to the beach without you. And I like this family dynamic of like Gene, Scott, Rachel, Logan's some in the reason back. older. Yeah, of course. We got we have subtext in this and another book. <laughs> we have more than subtext in another yeah. book that we're covering <laughs> next next issue. And then like a middle age cable like he looked the art on cable seems a bit off like he's not a kid he's not a yeah kid. yeah yeah that's because yeah the artist of this one is not like this he's not capturing young cable very well which is weird because this artist has done young cable yeah in this book but like for this particular one yeah he's got a very like at, like maybe in his 30s yeah so then it ends with an epilogue of these plant alien creatures realizing this power going on with Krakoa because their whole area was just vaporized. They don't know yeah. what the fuck happened, but they know energy's coming from Krakoa. And that's where we end this issue. Uh, four stars. Four X's. Sorry. What did I give it? Let me see. I did too. Four X's. Yeah. It was a very moving story. And as most single issues of X-Men seem to do raise a bunch of questions that will get answered eventually. Like, I'm confident they will get answered eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Will I remember it when we get to it? I 100% no. I will not. I will be like, well, this is all new information for the first time. I've never seen it. <laughs> so right. next up, we have Wolverine number three, kind of the closing of this particular storyline with yes. the uh, pale woman, pale girl, yeah. Um, last issue, we saw that 
the pale is the pale girl or pale woman? I keep forgetting. Shit, I keep forgetting too. I think anyway, it's pale, pale girl. Uh, last issue, we see yes. that she's controlling Wolverine's mind while he very appropriately drove a boat. <laughs> God, that was still one of my favorite panels of all time. <laughs> Angry Wolverine at ten and two on a boat. <laughs> like his hands were just like perfectly. <laughs> so silly anyway um i really like this opening panel of wolverine and magneto just drinking together just chilling at the tiki bar man and we're like we don't do this enough man we can just chill magneto is gone that's all eric baby yeah that's all eric i love it like uh, what was it we've played the hero and the villain as one does when one has been around as long as we have yeah I do, I do. I love it. I love it. And we've certainly been around a long time. Yeah. I love it's important it. for us to take a breather now and then and share time with colleagues. But but as dare I say it, friends. And, <laughs> and that he just out. crashes, man. And this is all because Wolverine wanted his fucking helmet. Yep. That's and he all. threatens he threatens Blob and tells him not to say anything about it. Yeah. I love that Blob is just the bartender. At the local tiki bar. Simple a, life for a simple man. That's that's a great job for him. He's great. Pale girl. There it is. Yep. Anyway. Um, then we then have a little montage of bad things Wolverine's been through because it's a Wolverine comic. But it's also clarifying that he's not an idiot. And he doesn't just run into situations not prepared anymore. Correct. Which, yeah, you should. Character development. It's like um, I was watching... Uh, DC Universe show. I want to say it was um, Doom Patrol. And I was comparing it to some of the CW shows happening on CW and how (laughs) you're on like season six of like The Flash or Arrow or Supergirl or whatever and the characters are still doing the same dumb things they did in season one. God, I know. Like The worst thing about television. But like a lot of, especially more streaming based shows, the characters, oh, Agents of the Shield, perfect example, actually. Agents of the Shield, like, it's ending this week, is the last episode this week, and the characters have learned from mistakes from the first season. Like, now when they do something, they don't do it anymore and reference the past, like real yeah. humans do. And I really like that, and I really, yeah. like, it takes longer for comic book characters, because then it's hard to write them when you take away their flaws. But I really like the idea of characters actually fucking learning. Yeah. And That's, if Wolverine is going to fight a psychic person, a guy who's had his brain fucked with how many times? Yeah. Yeah, put a fucking helmet on. He's going to he's gonna learn a thing or two, yeah. Yeah, in all the years he's alive, yeah. He also recruits the help of Kid Omega by promising him all the kukos. <laughs> Just craziness. And we'll get to why later. Down, oh, yeah, but we'll get to why later. But then they go to Wolverine and say, get us cable. Oh, my God. I love I, the fucking look on her with the even the fucking heart bird balloon around cable. Yeah. But her face is angry as fuck. I love that panel. I don't know why. But her face is like, don't fuck with me, Wolverine. But she can't hide, like, just the, just the idea that the tone in her voice must just be so in love. But, like, the look on her face is to fuck with me. Angry. <laughs> And then the Marauders join Wolverine to help him. It's kind of a cool picture of him just wearing that Wolverine, that um, Magneto helmet. That was pretty, pretty dope. But then, like, the idea of him putting it over his head was just ridiculous to me. Yes. Like, with his Wolverine mask. Like, I could, anyone could be able to see a giant dome on your head under your rubber mask. <laughs> but whatever. So under the boat, you have the Marauders fighting some people who work for the Pale Girl as Wolverine reveals that or no, that wasn't even Wolverine. It was Kid Omega, right? Kid Omega was the one driving the boat. Yes. Wolverine was below the boat. Fighting off all his guys while yeah. he wore his helmet. So but I think technically run. Pale Girl worked for them. Yeah. I think this is I think this is the beginning of some weird new storyline that may is probably leading into the Sword of X. Whatever this weird kind of Russian government plot is seems to be tying into people who want swords too i don't know what's going on yeah but yeah it's like some paramilitary thing so they're fighting off the bad guys and then the pale girl says like one of your weaknesses is people you care about and she makes the dude put a gun to his head and who i thought was already dead but i guess oh yeah yeah. part of yeah yeah i forgot about that and then she gets away in this kind of like 
not sub like a a, a bowl a bubble a bubble like, yeah i don't remember yeah it's like this weird an escape pod basically yes. an underwater escape pod yeah that's fine so i'm just kind of refreshing am i going crazy wasn't there a thing about xavier sensing her was that last issue well, i think of a different book <laughs> That was um, that was one of Beast's logbooks that you read it in. Oh, okay. It was one of the data pages. Yeah, that was this one. Okay. Um, so afterwards, I mean, they won? Yeah, so that's why. So in that logbook, what happened was their original theory was that she wasn't a mutant because Cerebro couldn't find her. But then he got a glimpse of her and realized she is a mutant. He should have realized that all along. She's working with these Russians who have found a way to mask mutants from Cerebro. Yeah. So that's why I think she's actually working with them. So then we cuts to the dude and Wolverine in the dude's backyard with his healthy daughter because Wolverine got her the drugs she needed to heal from whatever disease she had. Um, then Wolverine is inviting the house for dinner. And of course, he's too cool to go but he leaves a little plant gate in his backyard. Yes. So that, he can, so that he can come throw beer bottles on his lawn. Yeah. Really piss off the dude. Yeah. I get, I, I, I'm happy to see that next issue though. We're going back to vampire nation. Yeah. That'd be that fun. story. I'm more interested in with. Yeah. Like, I was definitely more interested with, uh, in Omega red and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, and, it was still the, stupid to put that in the first issue of Wolverine because like, well, if you don't remember, it's been months, especially now. Mm-hmm. It's been months. Yeah, it's been forever. Like, I'll probably have to go back and read that story again. Yeah, I probably will, too. Getting. I remember something about catacombs, and that's it. Yeah. But, yeah, I gave it I gave two it and three. a half. I gave three. it three. Yeah, it's three is fine. Three X's. I can, I can go with that. Yeah. Um, right. So that brings so that was good. us to... That's how excited we were about it. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I, it was fine. It was honestly, wrapped up very neatly. Yeah, too neatly, honestly. But um, yeah. I am excited. Like, I'm st- not ready to drop this book. I am. I want to see the where it goes next. I still like the art in it a lot, and the art's the, good. Yeah, the art has been really good. The stories have been decent enough, and I'm excited for the vampire ones. So. All right. So also, oh, getting, also, that's okay. what I was getting ready to say. The it ended, you know how each one ends with like a little teaser of what next next month's cover is going to be? Yeah. At Sabretooth for next no, I thought it was Omega Red. Oh, I thought it was Sabretooth. No, it's Omega Red from oh, the Omega it? on his head. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> I saw, it looked like claws. It looked like, because I saw like the beard. In no, I, I can get why he, can, he looks like it a little bit, especially yeah, in black and white, but that's yeah. Omega Red. Oh, okay. okay. Meh. Less excited now. I thought we were going to If I could write any X-Men story, I think it would be how Sabretooth attacks Wolverine every birthday. Yeah. I would, I'd, I'd pick that. one of those birthdays. Pick a random birthday. We should do like a big anthology of different writers for each birthday. There's two guys who yeah, live forever. 150 stories. Celebrate Wolverine's birthday. Just it, Sabretooth but it's not, to fuck up his it, day. But because it's Wolverine, it's not until like he's like 73 that he realizes that it's every birthday. <laughs> he's like you know i feel like you do this every year yeah motherfucker <laughs> so hey. now we're getting to what i feel like it's gonna be like the sleeper hit of this line right i now. am legitimately loving this cable series this is the second issue now in both issues i have been going in like all right whatever here we go cable and le- and leaving it like fuck i love teen cable yeah. And frankly, I'm excited for whatever the fuck is going on with Old Man Cable right now. And I don't even yes. like Old Man Cable. <laughs> so we open up with a mutant. I don't know if they're both mutants or just one of them. Just Stinger. Yeah. Um, Stinger is the mutant. Her husband is too, but he doesn't, he's been depowered still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned that. And they're arguing about moving to Krakoa. I guess he's too they... afraid to do the crucible. Hey, you don't want to get beat up by Apocalypse? <laughs> I don't want to get fucking beat up by Apocalypse. Yeah. I don't give a shit if I get to come back. I'm going to remember getting my ass whooped by Apocalypse. So they go look at their kid, and their kid has been stolen. Beauty cutie stolen. Yeah, like that's a terrible. That's a very J. Jonah Jameson headline. Fucking daily beautiful, fucking man. 
Fucking Daily Bugle. Truly the New York Post of the Marvel Universe. So that's happened, and we cut to Cable talking to detectives about him taking it personally when a child has been kidnapped. Also, yeah, right? I was like, Jesus Christ. Can we talk about the title of this issue, though? The title. There's two, well, there's two titles. The recap don't talk title, with your mouth full. The recap title, which is Don't Talk With Your Mouth Full. But the actual title is The Five in One. The Five in One. Do you get it? There are five oh, cuckoos. Oh, the cuckoos, 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 yeah. <laughs> as soon as I read that, I was like, those fucking assholes are all dating cable. Yeah. <laughs> I love it already. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I love this book. I fucking love this book. I'm sorry. So the, um, the investigators basically like, hey, we don't care about your whole Krakow and stuff. We don't care if it's a human or a mutant. We're going to do our job and get this kid. So back off. Don't get involved. Of course it's involved. So yes. <laughs> um, I don't know which uh, cuckoo is this. Um, shit. He says, I think, at some point. I don't remember now. Anyway, keep talking. I'll see if he says it again. So they meet up at the missing child's house and they kiss, and they seem really happy, and the well, cops see them. It starts with her saying, like, her being upset with Cable because when he took <clears throat> when he took Celise on a date, they went to the Louvre after hours. They went to like some some like fancy ass restaurant, and like for her date, they're outside of some fucking house doing like <laughs> doing detective work, and she's mad at him about it. And I love this little part because that's when the detectives come back. Hey, kid, how's your investigation coming? Keep up the good work. <laughs> I love that the, the, the detectives are just like, oh, these fucking Kirk Owens. All right, just stay out of our business. This is fine. Like, they're, like they're, not, they're not upset about it. No. But it's like just kind of like a novelty to them. And then we cut back to um, Krakoa, I'm assuming, where all the other sisters are just giggling and laughing because they're all sharing a mind space. Yeah. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. The fucking cuckoos crack me up. I love... This story has got everything, man. Like, this story's got everything I love. Like, all this sh- dumb shit, especially when we get to the end with Emma and Scott. Like, that's my favorite scene. So then, um, the one with Cable realizes that the people in there pointing at the house across the street mm-hmm. were here earlier, and then they left suddenly. They were doing weird chants in white robes and then a screaming baby showed up and they all left. So clearly that's the house this was a go-to. Cable, young Cable, pulls out a giant sword yes. that he got from the last issue. Yes. And that immediately triggered the three robot aliens that were in the last issue. Yes. So they immediately rock it down and blow up the house. Yes, and, they do. And this art looks really nice, especially when the house blows up. It's just so really cool. cool art, different. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Cable is fighting them off, kind of getting beat up by these space knights. And we cut back to the detective office and we see Cyclops. Yeah. And also talks about, you know, it's important when a child is kidnapped, how he takes it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit, Cyclops. <laughs> and then and I like how they're like, say, is your son missing? Is your son still missing? Yeah, uh, you know, the eyes. Because <laughs> we got a lead for you. <laughs> and then when he says, like, I'm not surprised Nate's on this case, the cop's like, no, no, no. no it's There's not. no case for you. <laughs> this, you're not on a case with us. And then I love that he tells him to have a cheesesteak cheese before he gets out of town. <laughs> I do like, I want more from his cops. Like, These guys, are the guys, friendly, you don't get it. <laughs> this is Philly. What the fuck are friendly cops doing in Philly? This is outrageous behavior for cops. And of course, uh, yeah, get him an eye doctor. Yeah. If you want to prevent an international incident. So we cut to Scott back at Krakoa with his Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> like, he got it. He got the cheesesteak. Yes. <laughs> And he's just so happy. Look at your, this is one of your favorite characters. Look yes. at the pure joy on his face. It's the happiest I've seen him in years. As he's about to eat, what is, what is truly one of America's best fucking sandwiches. Like one of our best contributions to the art of sandwiches is a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. 
and look how happy he is. <laughs> and then bust in Emma, who I feel a little bad. I feel like Emma isn't invited to this family party. She's not part of this family. I feel like she's chosen not to be. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Because like she and Jean seem like they've mostly buried their hatchet. Yeah. It seems like it can come back up very easily, I'm sure. Yes. And but... <laughs> it seems like she and Scott are on like mutual terms of we are we're cool. Like, we're yeah, we're cool and we're kind of like like they're like divorced parents who are cool with each other still. Like kind of because they might get back together at a moment's notice, but they're still they're choosing to stay apart anyway. So well, what I like about it is back in the other comics, especially like the beginning of the Brew Baker run and stuff like that mm-hmm. in that era, Emma and Scott were so close. The only person allowed in their minds were each other. Yeah. So it makes sense that she wouldn't be cool with this whole like, and you're fucking Gene yeah. and no, maybe Wolverine I, and you're yeah. all sharing each other and having a good time. Yeah. Like, no, I, it's I can, me and I you or it. no one. Yeah, I get it. I, I get why, why she doesn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. And especially it's kind of funny to have all people the skimpiest usually dressed one does not want a part of the polyamorous which I think is which I think is um, a a good character choice for them and shows that her dress isn't doesn't mean that she's a certain way you know like her dress is because she fucking can she wants to you know I do love this conversation you go over the conversation right now between them I think I fucking love it I love it so she comes storming in and says business dressed <laughs> in her in her sexy business outfit and she says do you know what your young nathan is up to <laughs> and then because he's eating his fucking sandwich which again i remind you dear listener is one of the best sandwiches that america has given to the world um he refuses to stop eating his sandwich yeah. he just te- telepathically talks to her and says hey no, what's what's he doing? I, I guess I can, I can. I guess he's doing something bad. It, oh, he he guesses he's she's dating one of the cuckoos, and he says all of them. She it was like he's dating all of them, <laughs> and she says, and you is like don't actually think I'm gonna let you speak to me with your mind while you sit there and eat that <laughs> log of bread and meat. <laughs> and then he starts choking a little bit, which I want to believe is Emma making him choke. <laughs> like I want, I'm choosing to believe that she's using her telepathy to make him choke right now. Stop eating. Yeah. And talk to me. It does and say, well, <laughs> the I, six I'm, of them are old enough to. I, uh... I, I think the story wants to imply that he's choking on what Nathan, what Cable's doing, but I yeah. believe that it's it's Emma doing it. <laughs> and then she starts yelling at him that she he needs to take care of this. Don't let him break their hearts. And then she's like, except Esme. She needs it, Scott. She needs it. She needs to be reality. She needs it. I love it, poor Esme. And then she just says, so help me, she needs it. I just love Emma as mom to them. Like, she's so good. She's so good as mom. And I love the, I'll add it to a list of things Cable and I need to chat about. Yeah. He's like, like, fuck it. I've turned my back on him for one issue. And what has he done? And then she just tells him, see that you do. And then you, I don't know if you read the closing data page. Or I mean, uh, I don't not the, hunt, I the, the email transcript between no. the cops. Okay, so the cops send an email. I'm just going to read them to you since you haven't read them, okay? So this is the emails that the cops are sending to their bosses. Hey, boss, busy day. We got a visit from the mutants, and we're going to go over the enemy list of the parents. It's hilarious. We canvass the neighbors. We canvass the neighbors. Most are long-term owners or renters. There was one house that the neighbors unanimously threw side eye at. Turns out, one of the houses within sight of the crime, without scene of the crime, was rented to a guy who might have been one of these new cults that sprung up. He was seen throwing pajama parties and the like, and now they're suddenly gone. We're gonna go get a warrant and search the rental house tonight with the crime scene guys. Then the very next email is. The house got blowed up. I guess we're going to need to haul those Cohen's back in. Any idea how we do that? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking just love the, just tra- the life of this cop. Like, like, I don't know. Just like, well, we, we did everything we're supposed to, but those fucking mutants got involved and blew up the house. These <laughs> mutants that were trying to help, the house blew up anyways. Because of course it did. 
Because of course it did. Everything they touched turns to shit. Yes. Oh my god. I fucking love this cable book. It cracks me up, but it's telling a great story. So anyway, It is. Go ahead. That's, so that's the end of the young cable story. Yes, yeah, so we cut to the old cable story, and in the data page, he mentions being in isolation, hunting someone down. And he's using this kind of creature on a chain to very guide him where he's supposed to go. Huh? Yeah. It's very Star Wars feeling. Well, this group did write the um the from the news from the new series. Um the pilot, Poe Dameron. This oh. this team actually wrote the Poe Dameron book. Oh, sorry, the artist. Just the artist. Oh, the artist okay. wrote it, uh, drew it, and um, Charles Soul, and I think Jerry Duggan did like some extra parts, and maybe oh, okay. the annual. Oh, yeah. okay. So he's uh, making this creature uh, take him where he needs to go, and when he gets there, he's like, okay, you can let me go, and he just shoots him. Yeah. Just shoots him, so and then... That kind of weird, but... He, this kid was not playing for whatever the fuck's going on. Yeah, and then we see this giant like tower... And he just says, I've seen less obvious traps. Yeah, but like I love it too because it's very like just remember how the first it's very issue, Mad Max. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a very spaghetti western, which is what Mad Max was parodying. But yeah, um, remember the very first issue, we kept going on and on about how much we loved that cover and how like very like 70s it was and how very like fucking spaghetti spaghetti western type that's exactly what they're doing with this end page too like it's yeah i, I love the direction they're taking and this one's cover is very like army of darkness style oh yeah good good call <laughs> good call on that yeah yeah yeah. that is exactly what that looks like so five x's oh 100 i fucking yeah. love this cable book this yeah, is, this is this, really good this is right up there with marauders for me no coincidence i guess but yeah this one and when we get to it next week hellions are really good starts for real yeah yeah and I'll, start really good i will did show read, a little bit did huh? you read x factor yet not yet okay all right um i will say a little bit about hellions worst first mission ever in any x-men book ever Which, and i fucking love it of course like just of course you send this team out, of course it's going to fail miserably. This team is the I worst. cannot wait to talk about it. That was it. the worst first mission. They're so bad. They're so bad together. So much paperwork. Oh, my God. Psylocke is going to be busy all day. <laughs> all right, guys. So that right. was, it was a good batch. Strong batch. Yeah. It's been overall, like even next week, it was mostly good issues. Yeah, definitely. The worst um, I can say so far is... It was okay, you know, like yeah, Wolverine was fine. Yeah, everything else was above average, yeah. if not really, really good. Did you read the X Force ones yet that we're gonna do next next time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. They're fine. That's the, I was gonna say. Those are the only other two that I was like, they're all right. Yeah, uh, X Force has always been pretty. Really, it's just, just fine. So good at straddling that line. Yeah. Of just <laughs> of just okay enough. Okay. <laughs> Anyway. All right, guys. So that is the episode. Thank you guys for listening to us and sticking with us and asking us, hey, where we've been and everything like that. We yeah. really do appreciate it. I want to get life back gets on in Twitter. the way. Yeah, life gets in the way sometimes, but you guys really show up adding us on Twitter and us wondering why people are adding us on Twitter. Yeah, man. That makes me feel like you all still care, and I appreciate that. We're coming yes, back. Yes, we definitely appreciate it. After the next episode, we will finish and do what we talked about, which was the Legion episode. Yes. Yes, we will make Josh finish three more episodes, and then he's ready. I got it. I got it. There you got it. You got it. You got, I got it. it. You can do it. I, I, I'm going out of town in a couple of weeks, but I'll get it. I'll get there. Motherfucker. Anyway, so, <laughs> Josh, um, where can they find you? You can find me at Xbrarian. It's librarian with an X. My friend Nick, where the fuck can these people find you? You can find me at Madman3005. That is the numbers, not the letters. And you can also find me at the Black Ranger Review. I'm gonna I'm gonna promote that. Yeah, the Black it, Ranger Review on YouTube is my side channel where I talk about anything Tokusatsu related, Power Rangers, Common Rider, Super Sentai. I go there to talk about it. So if you want to see my beautiful face and watch me talk about is, other geeky stuff, it's a beautiful face. Black Ranger Review on YouTube. I think you should all subscribe to this solely for his beautiful face, I even agree. if you don't like 
Power Ranger. I only watch it because. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I like, even if you don't like black people, I think you're gonna. Oh watch. shit! Did I say that? No, I said Power no, Rangers. No, 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 right? you didn't. No, oh, okay. I just thought you were gonna say that for some reason. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's redo it though, because that is. Really cool. Even if you don't like black people, I think you'll find that this one suits you. This one guy. This he's one the one. Guy, he's the one that's gonna make you change how you feel about an entire race. <laughs> That's how handsome he is. Yeah. That he can cure your racism. I have one person who will agree with you in my life. And you know what? That's all that matters. So, guys, until then. What? You have not cured that other person's racism. You should see the things they write. (laughs) Just because you write mean things. Anyway, so until. (laughs) Just because I have a fake account in that person's name and I write mean stuff so that you'll only love me doesn't mean anything. Anyway, get outside. Thank, thank you guys for listening. We love you. We appreciate it. Until then, we will see you next time. You're not going to give him a kiss? What's up? God. <laughs>